We're Cubs fans what? helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in full giving back to those in One of my first memories of all time going to a Cubs game, uh, my mom and dad brought me to the game, and we ran into a guy who was probably one of the nicest guys I ever t- talked to in my life. He took us to the batting cages over there at Sluggers, and we went upstairs and we hit the ball. This was like one of my first Cubs games ever, and that was probably when I was, man, I don't know, eight, nine years old. And uh, obviously the show is Cub Fans Healthy Cub Fans. Uh, we want to hear your stories, and we have one of the most famous Cub fans on the line right now, Ronnie Woo Woo. Ronnie, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Cubs win. Come on in. How you doing, buddy? Oh, man, it's such an honor and pleasure. Like I told William last night, I said, if we don't have Ronnie Woo Woo on our show, we might as well just pack it up and quit, you know? Ronnie, uh, you're such a, uh, you know, when we talk about passionate fans, you're one of them, man, and... Uh, I know all our listeners know who you are, but today I want them to learn a, a little about about who you really are. So uh, thanks for coming on f- with us today. And, yeah, I want to talk about uh, when you as a little boy when you were growing up and uh, how you became a Cubs fan. Well, you know, my grandmother took me to see Jackie Robinson back in the day. Brooklyn came in town three times a year, and every time Brooklyn come in, I would go. she would take me to go see Jackie Robinson. And my and the cub was a bear, and I had a little teddy bear. I used to take this teddy bear to the baseball park with me, and the, the cub was a was a bear, and I had a teddy bear, so I hooked it up, you know. And my grandma used to teach me how to keep scoring things like that, you know. And uh, and so I'd say, well, gee, you know, it's just wonderful. I would like to baseball to get out of Chicago. I'd be come out to to Wrigley Field, enjoy life, and and baseball big become a passion. I, First time I went to Wrigley Field, I saw the vines and everything. It was just a wonderful time. You know, sunshine, it was great, you know. It was just amazing what uh, baseball could do to your mind and your soul and bring people together. And you go out there, have a lot of fun and be happy. You didn't worry about tomorrow. You didn't worry about yesterday. You worry about that day, that day in Wrigley Field. And the curve will always be a place in my heart. And I want people to know when they come to Wrigley Field, it's just a joyful time, you know. Things be happening in your life, but you can always come to Wrigley Field, have a wonderful time. It's a passion. It's a love, you know. It's hard to explain. Main thing I would like to see the Cubs one day get to the World Series. The time finally came. They made it to the World Series, so it's just a good time, you know. And now we're going to another season, and just fans just come out and enjoy baseball. When the, the late the, the late Buck O'Neill told me, always uh, they don't cost nothing to be nice. Be nice and take time. If someone want to take a picture, sign an autograph, no matter what he or she do with it, you come, you help somebody bring love and some joy into their heart. That's what I try to do, come to Wrigley Field. I made a lot of noise, and I got a lot of people nervous, but it was all all in good fun. Well, come out th- to beautiful that's the thing, Ronnie. You know, everybody knows you for your, you know, your wooing. You know, your woo woo. 
But there's a whole big person, obviously, behind the woo, and that's what I want the fans to get to know today. I mean, baseball, in a way, uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, Ronnie, but kind of sa- saved your life, right? I mean, baseball was, was what you went to in, in your darker days that uh, bre- brought light into your life, correct? See you back here. Cuff the best friend in baseball. Yeah, that's the real Ronnie Wickers. Hey, man. How you been, buddy? How you been? Good to see you again. Good to see you. I didn't think I was going to see you again. How you been? We wrote you off, man. We wrote you off. And it's amazing how people, you don't realize how people miss you or understand you until you go away for a while, you know. But now, since it happened, the meeting's been good. And I'd like to do it for the Cubs fans, mainly for the Cubs, you know. I just wish Dallas was going to do something for me, give me a mascot job. That's all I want out. He don't have to pay me. Just like he did Dawson, let me work my way. I'm quite sure I do a good job. I have an institution here in, in Chicago, and, you know, growing up as a Cub fan, he's, he's one of those things that's sacred, just like Wrigley Field and, and the Cubs. I love Ronnie. I'm, I'm glad he's okay, but I really wish he'd like keep his fly closed, you know, when he's out in center field. What do you think of Ronnie? Uh, if we give him a quarter, could he move down? <laughs> I missed him, definitely. A little of that stuff goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, that's true, because, of, uh, you know, back in the 50s, we had gangs in the neighborhood and things like that, and my grandma used to come and take me to the ballpark just to get away from the the, the trouble gang just to come out there and look at other parts of the world. And baseball did that to me. See other people with all different nationality, having fun. And now, now it's about what's going on in, in your neighborhood. Just come out to beautiful Rican Field, enjoy baseball. And that's what I've done. And I, I continue to do it. And it was a place I can always come and relax and be yourself, make a lot of noise, make people smile, be happy, enjoy the sunshine, the blue sky. It, it's just amazing. It's priceless. And you can't put no money on it. It's just wonderful coming to beautiful Wrigley Field. So, Ronnie, you've been to thousands of games, is that fair to say, over the years? I've been, I've been over 3,000 ball games, you know. But uh, And the Cubs, Cubs been a big part of me. And baseball been a big part of me. Like the late Buck O'Neill always told me, you come down beautiful Wrigley Field and enjoy baseball. Baseball brings people together, brings love together. I mean... Even in the depression time, people would always come out to a ballpark, and every town has a ballpark, and Chicago has Wrigley Field. So I would come out to Wrigley Field and enjoy baseball. It was just some magic and coming to Wrigley Field. And you you can't explain it. You can't put an amount of money on it. It's just, it just very beautiful. So do you have any um, moments that stick out to you over the 3,000 times you've been there, like your favorite well, moments? Well, the favorite moment now, you know, uh, right now is talking to you. It's amazing that you take time to do this. It's very important to me, you know, a good part of my life, you know. So I'm glad that uh, you took the time to reach out to me. I try to reach out to the fans all over the universe. Just come out here and have a good time and then be yourself, you know. But uh, it is beautiful. I mean, uh, you can explain it, and I can't explain it. I just feel... Coming to beautiful Wrigley Field in a good time, though. You know, it's been just wonderful. 
Yeah, and you know, you know what? what? I mean, when when, when I've gone to Wrigley Field, you know, I am 45 years old, okay? And, like, I, my first Cub game when I was eight, and my earliest memory of going to a Cubs game was running into Ronnie Woo-Woo. I mean, so you've been around there forever. You've been a big fixture at Wrigley Field. Uh, you've been the unofficial mascot of the Chicago Cubs. Hell, you got movies made about you, books written about you. You got your own bobblehead. Have uh, you kind of done it all, Ronnie? And uh, and just for your love and passion for the Chicago Cubs, what you've been able to do with that and make so many people happy and smile is amazing. And for all the people out there who you know, you know, Ronnie, whenever you're like somebody, you know, you're gonna have your haters and stuff like that. But if you don't, if you don't like Ronnie Wu, then I don't think you're a Cubs fan. Period. You know. If you got to really get to know Ronnie, Ronnie's got a, a good heart. Every time I see him, he's happy, he's smiling, and he's also always positive. And, yeah, Ronnie, you know, you've, you have ups and downs in your life, but you've always remained positive. Uh, tell me about how you've been able to do that. I mean, obviously you were homeless at one time. Uh, you, you battled out of that, and you just, you've had a lot of, like I said, hills and valleys, but you've always seemed to have a smile on your face. Well, you know, my my grandma's part playing to me. No matter what you do in life, no matter what happened in life, it won't be like that always. It's all the brighter, brighter day of time. So when I come out to really feel and see the sun, sunshine, it's just it's a bright day, you know. So what I'm going through, well, I just thank God that I've, uh, I have a, a ball club that I can cheer for and what's going on in my life. I always look back and smile and thank God for what a beautiful day this is here. And it's really wonderful that I could uh, come to that door. And ball, baseball done a lot for me, you know. And with God's spirit, with the spirit of God and thinking good thoughts and knowing that whatever you're going through in life, it won't be like it always it's gonna be. It's, it's gonna change. You go through for a moment or so, a year or whatever it may be, but then with faith in God, and then you, you have somebody that you can cheer for the Cubs, just like that. It's just a wonderful feeling that you know that you can you can come to God, and then you can come out to beautiful Wrigleyville, enjoy the sunshine, nature itself, and the vines. It, it's just beautiful. So what people people say something about you. Good or bad, at least you know they're thinking about you. So you don't worry about it. Just stay part of this and yeah. just think good thoughts. You can't worry about the haters. And uh, I want to ask you, since you've been around forever, you know, Wrigley Fields obviously went uh, undergone a lot of changes in the last five uh, five years and, you know, the next three also. But what do you, uh, what do you think of the new, new Wrigleyville? Do you like it? Well, it's just like, you know, it's just like the 30s. had the 30s, the 40s, had the 40s, the 50s, had the 50s. 60 had the 60, the 70, 80, 90, here's 2000, 210. You know, everything changes. But uh, Wrigley is still Wrigley Field, you know. One thing about me, they can't trade me and they can't fire me. You know, so I'm a, <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a Cub fan, you know, and for life, you know. I was here way before some people come on the scene, but the, that's the way God wanted to be at that time. It's nice to be still here at this time. I'm 77 years old now and enjoying every golden moment at the Wrigley Field and going around the ballpark and see the changes. And, you but know, the one thing, the vines are still there and the, the blue sky still there, the sun's still there. So that's that's wonderful part about it. So, Ronnie, Harry Carey once called you leather lungs. My question for you is, how cool is it that Harry Carey came up with a nickname for you? I mean, that's legendary. Well, you know, 
Harry is, had his stay in St. Louis and, and part of South Park and came to Chicago, you know, but he took the out on me, called me less and less because I was, at that time I was so loud, he hit me all over the universe or all over Wrigley Field, you know. It's a part. And I want, it was a love, a sound that meant so much for me to let people know that the Cubs are coming one day. And you can hear me all over Wrigley Field, maybe all over the universe. But it's just a, it's a joyful sound. I made people happy. People look forward to hearing me. And people come up to me, ask me for an autograph or take a picture. I just glad to accommodate them, you know. And just it's just the love of the game. Like the Lake Buck O'Neill says, you're doing something for the game. And um, I wear the Cubs uniform because of uh, I asked uh, Buck one time, you know, he said, wear a uniform. Be proud of it. Be proud of it. You can wear it every day if you want to because you're supporting the game. And baseball brings so many people together in so many ways. Well, all different announcements we go through, Jack Brickhouse, Harry Carey, all the rest of the pioneers in baseball. It's amazing what we could do with baseball done to people. And I try to keep that, keep baseball alive. Sure, we have our football and our basketball and our hockey and our soccer, but baseball is number one sport. In the, during the wartime, people could come on and play baseball, get people together. And then I try to bring people together, come to Wrigley Field, have a good time, smile, take an autograph, sign a picture, make somebody happy with a good thought. You go through life, no matter what you do, it don't cost nothing to be nice. And I try to let people know, wherever you come from, you can. it don't cost nothing to be nice. And, and thank God that he gave that spirit to me to pass it on to all the rest of the club fans coming coming and going, you know. We had a lot of people come and go, but there's a lot of Cubs fans coming on. Just be happy. Be proud of the Cubs. Hey, hey, Ronnie, I was going to ask you, you're one of the few fans, right, that got to sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Was that, what was that, in 2001? What was that? Excitement in oh, the studio yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. It's been building for days. So, <laughs> Climax is here. Here's Bruce Wolf with a very special guest. Thank Bruce. you very much, Nancy. Uh, we are pleased to be joined by the whooping crane of the uh, Wrigley Field bleachers, Ronnie Woo Woo Wickers. Ronnie, uh, who sang uh, during uh, the seventh inning yesterday, take me out to the ball game. Thanks for joining us. How do you feel having done that? Oh, it's wonderful. You know, I've been waiting a long time to do it, you know, and um, I just have always wanted to do. Sinatra was there, and then all the guys. And to be up in the booth where Jack and Harry were is an honor, you know? It really is. It really is. Let, let's take a look at uh, your rendition of it, and then we'll comment it, uh, on it afterwards, okay? Do a director's cut, as it were. Let's, let, let's take a look right now. Universe, a one, two, a three, take me out to the ball game, take me out to the crowd, buy me some peanuts and cracker jacks. Cubs win, Cubs win. You said Cubs win at the end instead of the usual hairy exhortation, let's get some runs. You said Cubs win. Why did you do that? Well, you know, uh, I'm like a light bulb. I, I come out to the ballpark every day, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, it's just, really? it just coming to my head, and, and wherever I come in here, I let it It comes it out. right out there. It just come out. Uh, were you nervous at all? Well, uh, uh, 
I mean, something I always wanted to do, you know, yeah. and I was, if you probably know that I had a little tears in my eyes. Because I did, was, you, did you? I really I, you know, I noticed that uh, you, used, you exhausted your woos during the introduction and left the song itself in its pristine state. Was that by design? Well, uh, it's just something that uh, they rushed me up there, you know. I had, I knew I was going to do this about a month or so, and I was, I wanted to put a little more woos in, you know, but then... Uh, Are you saying the Chicago Cubs tried to curb your wooing during the singing, uh, during the seventh inning stretch? Well, uh, I was told that uh, I wanted to do a little longer, you know, mm -hmm. but I uh, just... Uh, well, you know, the game had been delayed by rain and everything. They probably wanted to get things done a little bit quickly. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I wanted to to go out there and just get a little more woos in it, you know. Yeah. Because this, uh, that's what I'm, I made myself for, about being woo, running woo woo. But uh, I went up there and then and I just went up there and did like I normally do. Uh, okay, well, can you ever get back to the bleachers after this? I mean, Oh, sure, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm going back to the bleachers tomorrow. All right, there today. you go. So you're still a man of the people. Everybody wants to meet you here. Uh, Ronnie Wu, want to introduce you to Nancy Lou. Nancy Lou, Ronnie Wu. <laughs> Mr. Wu, it's yeah. a pleasure. Hi, Nancy. How you doing? Can you say Nancy Lou Wu? Can you Nancy, do a Nancy? Who? Nancy. Who? Nancy. Who? Number one. Who? Oh. Fox. Yeah. Who? Sports. Who? Fox. Who? Okay, there you go, Ronnie. Thank you very much <laughs> for you, joining Ronnie. us, Ronnie Wu. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Number two thousand one. Uh, yeah, two two thousand one. I was the first fan to sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." I know, you know that's gonna that's gonna go down in the history. You are the first fan. If there's a trivia question, who is the first fan to sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game"? It's Ronnie Woo Woo Wickers. Yes, and it was an honor to be up in that booth to, to sing so all the fans could hear me all over the Rigolfi, all over the university. It was just a good times, you know. So I just enjoyed every good moment. Every time I step in the Rigolfi or come around the ballpark. It's a joy. It's a happiness. You know, I want people to know no matter what you're doing in your life or what's going on, you always come out to the Wrigley Field and have a good time and see the vines, the, the sky, and the sun, sunset. It's just wonderful. You know, time changes, time changes, but you can't change really feel spirit. The spirit will always be all across the universe. People love to come to Chicago and see beautiful Wrigley Field. Let me ask you this, Ronnie. Um, I think, you know, everybody knows you because you're, you know, the woo-woo guy. How did that come on? Uh, how did you start woo? What, what made you decide to start wooing, you know? I was just at the ballpark one time, and I was just cheering, cheering. Someone just came to me. And then someone that came to me, and I just let it out one day, and something that stuck to me, you know? I didn't plan it. It just happened. It's just a magic. It was just na it was natural. It was natural, and I saw the, the vines in Wrigley Field. Just to come to Wrigley Field, you know, Banks and all them guys come and go, Hack Wilson come and go, and I try to keep the spirit going, you know. It's just amazing. So I the remember baseball, you had a CD come out, didn't you, Ronnie? A, a full I CD. Got a CD. Uh, I, I got a guy. I got a one I'd like to give to you someday. Oh, I want that. Um, yeah. I, and I got a Bob here I would like to give you to something too. Called Me and You and Ronnie Wu. You know, that's the name of the CD, you know. I, you know used maybe to, I had a copy a long time ago, Ronnie, back in the day. We used to total party and put the Ronnie Wu. It, it was like 40 minutes of Ronnie just wooing. It was freaking classic. <laughs> if you have any of those, I'd love to buy one off you because uh, I don't know where it's been. I moved a few times, but I'd love to get that CD off you one time. Uh, well, 
maybe one day if we could get together and you set it up, I'll bring you one out there and I'll also bring you one of my bobbleheads. That'd be awesome. Now, did you, you, did you, you, you're not really wooing anymore, right? You hurt your vocal cords, is that correct? You're not a wooer no well, more. Well, it, it comes and goes. It came back the last part of last year. So I think about best screen training come a couple convention, I'll be in rare form again. It's coming back, you know. It's something that comes and goes, you know. So I was gonna right ask, now it's coming back. I was gonna ask you, like, and I think the fan, you know, the f- people of Chicago. You know, you you always seem to show you're you're everywhere. Ronnie Wu is everywhere. He's at the Cubs convention. He's in Mesa. You'll see him at the Bears game. You'll see him at the White Sox game. Man, for your age, you sure do get around pretty good. And uh, yeah, you're just a mover and a shaker, aren't you? I called Ronnie up last night, and I was talking to William here. Ronnie's out doing something. I hear him in the background at a bar or something. And me and William are at home. We're getting old, and Ronnie's still out. You got you you got you you got the gift there, buddy. Well, it's just it's just the spirit. The spirit. Well, God's spirit and the Cubs, the spirit I got for the Cubs, just like they just keep going on and on. You know, it's unlimited, you know, all over the universe. You know, I just, I try to bring joy. People come to Chicago, come to Wrigleyfield, bring joy and happiness. I want people to come and have a good time in Chicago. And when they come to Wrigleyfield, have a special time in Chicago. And I want people to know that, though. You know, no matter who's on the team, how well they're doing, what they're doing, just like that, you still got the spirit of Cubs in Chicago. Just come to beautiful Wrigley Field and and come see everybody, shake hands and bring love. See William, he's a, Ronnie is a walking billboard for the Chicago Cubs. He's a walking commercial for the That's Chicago right. Cubs. And uh, go ahead, William. I was just gonna say, um, you were a favorite guest of Eric Mankow Mueller back in the day. What was it like working with him? <laughs> Now he got your he, he got you the teeth, didn't he? He got your new teeth, man cow did, didn't he? Well, man cow and other people chipped in just like that and I want to thank the Cub fans for all that. You know, it's just amazing. You know, I was going around being myself, being myself, you know. And so God had in the works. That's why I'm proud to have him, you know. And then so I can take pictures, smile to everybody. It just, it's just a wonderful time, you know. It's it's all in God's plan, you know. So and anything I can do to help you or anybody else and the, the, for the organization. And uh, I'm a Cub fan for life, you know. Like I said many, many times, you know, no matter what happened, they can't trade me, they can't fire me. They invite me here, they invite me there. If they don't invite me, I'm still there. I'm still a cuff fan. That's right. It's, it's a, in your heart, man, and you can't take it out of your heart. It's a place in my heart. So It'll always be a place, where, place in my heart. Where are you living at now, Ronnie? you living on the north side there? I'm in the city system building downtown near Clark and Division. Okay, gotcha. What, down Clark and in the city system building, but... Uh, I have a one-bedroom apartment. I'm, it's nice and warm, you know, and and I'm just get on a train, hop up to Wrigley Field, and come on back, enjoy life, you know. Yeah, no, I, love. So um, all our listeners, we have a lot of listeners, Ronnie. If you're at the ball game and you see Ronnie Woo-Woo, ask him if he needs a ticket because you don't always have a ticket to the game, right? Usually fans give you tickets. Is that how it works? Well, I just take whatever one day at a time, and if I get a ticket, I get a ticket. But with God's help, with love for the 
how I feel towards baseball, you know. I seem to get a ticket each game, but the fan you have extra ticket, I be I take a ticket, but I still take time to sign all the draft and be and be happy. Enjoy enjoy baseball. Enjoy life in general, you know. Like like the late Buck O'Neill say, you know, we're supporting the game. And and I try to support the game too. I wear the uniform, let people know that uh baseball, we got all kinds of different sports, but Baseball is number one, you know. Right. Baseball really brings people together. And I try to bring people together at Wrigley Field, too. You know, have a good time. So I got to ask you this, Ronnie. Uh, uh, Cubs won the World Series in 2016. Uh, where were you at? What were you doing? And what did that mean to you of finally? I mean, because I've seen you at Wrigley Field when the Cubs have lost over 90 games, when they've lost over 100 games. You know, and you're always very positive. We'll get them tomorrow. Don't worry about it. We'll get them the next day. But finally, we go to the promised land. What did that? Where were you, first of all? What were you doing? Were you in Cleveland or were you in Chicago? And tell us about that evening. I, I was in Chicago at the Holiday Club on North Avenue. I mean, on Irving Park and Sheridan at the Holiday Club. I was there watching the game. I was in uh, on my walker there where I hurt my leg. And when they when they won, when they won it, you know, it was just amazing. And then with some cloud just came over to me. I just felt so good. I said, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I live to see a World Series. And they, they they won the World Series, you know, it was just amazing. I still get goosebumps, you know, that I saw a World Series. Unfortunately, someone would come and go and get to see it, but I was here to see the World Series. And they said, that been a good thought of my life. It was a beautiful time, you know. And we'll get another one this year, too. Yeah, like I said, I'll tell you what, I mean, for a fan like you, it's been around forever and it's, you know, witnessed more losses than wins and to finally get there because uh, you always believed the Cubs would get to the promised land. They obviously did. And like to someone like you who's been a supportive for so long, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you got to be, a, be, be here still because there's a lot of Cub fans that are around that missed it, you know, like Ron Sano and. Uh, but uh, it's 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 great. So, Ronnie, also tell me, uh, you know, you you came out with a bobblehead that actually woos not long ago, which I I, I actually uh, I I got one of those. We raffled it off. I got I got I got to have you. First of all, we got to get you to Club Four Hundred. Uh, I'll pay for you to get here in a car. We got to have you sign the wall, and we got to make you a part of this place because I know we haven't had okay. you out yet. Oh, we love anytime you want me out. Just give me a jingle, and let me know. I'll come on out and I'll. I'll bring you a bobblehead and bring them CD, me and you and Ronnie Wu. All right. You know, you, you as Stu mentioned earlier, our show here is really about Cubs fans, and it's for Cubs fans, and you are, you know, the most well-known Cub fan out there and one of the best Cub fans out there. So it's it's really an honor for us to have you as part of our show. So thank you so much for taking the time. Well, thanks for helping me on. Anything I can do to help anybody for the Cub fans all over the universe, you know, and come to Wrigley Field. Remember, every team wins 60, lose 60, and 60 up for grabs. So the Cubs will be all right in 2019. They're in it to win it. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. Like uh, uh, late Buck, Buck O'Neill say, once before, one swing, four bases. They got a home run. Right, Buck Buck, Buck O'Neill obviously uh, means something to you. You've been friends with him for a long time, or how? He's obviously been an influence in your life, huh? He played. Oh yeah, Buck, uh, the pioneer of baseball. You know, he had a, he went through the stroke. He signed Ernie Banks, and 
Billy Williams and Lou Brock and Joe Carter. Also, they pro con- contract, got him going just like that. You know, he did so much for the game and did a special speech to get some Negro League players to get into the Hall of Fame. He should get at Cooperstown. He didn't get in. He missed about one vote, but he he was a trooper. He stood up. They got the other 16 people got in that day. So it was a blessing. It was an honor. It was good for the game, you know. So Buck is a – I mean, if anybody go through life – and look at the late Buck O'Neill story. He's a he's a trooper, you know. Right. And he he did so much for the game, you know. So yeah, and I right. Just, and I, yeah. I uh, just try to pat myself after me. You know, people ask you an autograph or picture or what is just be nice. Like he said, you go through life, no matter where you come from, where you've been, what you've done, it don't cost nothing to be nice. And I try to live up to that. If they say something out the way and out the way, just look it over and say. That guy's not happy that day. Just go ahead and just be nice. It don't cost nothing to be nice, right. and I try to live better. Well, Ronnie, you are a true Chicago, not just a Cubs, a Chicago icon. I mean, Ronnie's been around here forever. You are a piece of Chicago, and you are the, one of the biggest Cub fans that the Cubs ha- ever have had, and it was such a pleasure and an honor to have you on today. Ronnie, Woo Woo, if you see Ronnie at Wrigley, please take him, um, please take him out. Buy him a cocktail, give him a ticket, you know, and give him a hug because Ronnie is one of the best. Ronnie, how about you? You got any woos in you before we let you go? Me, you, and your buddy Ronnie Woo. All right, Ronnie. awesome. We love you, buddy. We'll see you at Wrigley Field. We will see you in Mesa. And when I do, I'll give you a big hug. Thank you, Ronnie. You know, last night, was buckethead night in this ballpark. They have it once a week. Oh, and one. And unfortunately, there where... is not a bucket available for Ronnie Wu, who's behind home plate. Well, I was going to say the Brewers might be on their way to sweeping the Cubs, but Ronnie's going to irritate every single one of the Brewer fans in retaliation. Check out the guy sitting to Ronnie's right. Hey, give it a rest, pal. Well, you better be careful because somebody might have a cheese log hidden on their person. <laughs> Look at that guy's face. <laughs> the man never wished he was deaf until tonight. We're wondering what in the world is this? Now Ronnie's on his feet. He's really fired up. He's always been a tremendous Mike Wirtz fan. Silences Ronnie for the moment. Not a chance. A moment. That was it. Two hit game for Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) Those folks are stunned. Get those guys an Advil contract. 
lot. Can't beat fun at the old ballpark. So when a sage once told me, you'd have a hard time convincing he those three have, fellows that he's right of that. He art. must have been deaf. Look at that lady's face. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's overpaid. <laughs> they're, just, they're just happy to be here. All you can hope is nobody has a map to St. Louis. <laughs> I'll never forget when we went to Tokyo and played over there. Ronnie Wu made the trip. <laughs> that guy's looking for an usher. <laughs> one one pitch. I always wanted to ask the Japanese customs official who saw Ronnie walk up in his Cubs uniform when the Cubs were overseas in Tokyo what he thought of that guy. He is unique. There's no doubt about no it. No doubt about it. Two balls and a strike. The guy about four rows behind Ronnie waving a bat. Three and one. Little pop center field. Patterson is there. And woo woo indeed. We go to the ninth inning. It's four nothing Milwaukee. <laughs> gratefully as I throw each one of you a kiss. This is my kind of town, Chicago is. My kind of town, Chicago is. My kind of people too, people who smile at you, and each time I roam Chicago is calling me home, Chicago is why I just grin like a clown. My kind of town
Chicago ears Tug in my sleeve Chicago ears The Wrigley Building Chicago ears Those Union Stockyards Chicago ears 